Blog Talk Radio. in our nation's capital, but day one, as you remember, was cold and gray back in January when the president took the oath of office and spoke of American carnage and rattled the establishment with these words. Washington flourished, but the people did not share in its wealth. Politicians prospered, but the jobs left. Americans want great schools for their children safe neighborhoods for their families. But for too many of our citizens, a different reality exists. An education system flush with cash, but which leaves our young and beautiful students deprived of all knowledge. We've defended other nations' borders while refusing to defend our own. All themes that have been part of the first 99 days, the president's approval numbers right now in the mid-40s, and while 30 executive orders and 28 bills have been signed into law, 13 of which were bills that were rollbacks from Obama-era regulations, the big three that he campaigned on, health care, tax reform, and immigration reform, have not happened quickly as he had hoped. The president... The most erudite mind brilliant thinker and political philosopher. I am back. I'm your host, Black Conservative, giving you the hard facts, the actual facts drawn from the best possible source. Hey, I tell you folks, the, the fake news media is alive and well. They have continued their assault attack against this potential great president President Donald Trump, uh, they have sinking to an all-time low. That's right, America. Liberal Democrats, and let me tell you something. Don't, don't, you for, don't you for a minute think that these protesters are not being sponsored and financed and um, uh, encouraged to get out there by liberal Democrats, their leaders. The cargo guards of the radical left, these protesters are paid protesters, and they have taken our right to protest. They have taken it to an all-time low 
they are dirty. And what I mean by that, they try any trick in the book. They will go as low as low as to attack law-abiding American citizens and destroy the property, even the life of law-abiding citizens, if they can get away with it. We have a big problem on our hands, America. We have a big problem on our hands. Democrats lost the presidential election. Hillary was a terrible, a bad candidate. And Democrats are still in denial of the fair and competent campaign of Hillary Clinton. Democrats missed the mark. They were out of touch with the American people. Their policies were failing. With eight years of Barack Obama in office, eight years of fair, progressive, liberal, socialist ideas and policies, they all failed. Liberal Democrats, uh, liberal economic policies failed the American people. And for that reason, the American people sound the alarm on election night and voted these losers out of office. These incompetent leaders, they voted them out of office. It is now a new day. It is a new spirit in America. The confidence of the American people, the aware now, is at an all-time high because of President Trump and his love for this country. Love for the American people. That's right. This president, you give him time. He is going to make America great again. Because his ideas, his policies, his worldview, you know what? Before I get into that, I just want to say also, before I forget, I am sick and tired of those on the left attacking this beautiful God-sent first lady. That's right. Sick and tired of the personal attacks, insults, condescending remarks, and demeaning and degrading marks that Democrats, people on the left, are making towards this God sent beautiful First Lady, First Lady Trump. They need to show her some respect, just like they did when they came to Michelle, Dalika, Malisha, Lakeisha, Tamika, Obama. They need to show this First Lady the respect that is rightfully due towards her because they were not allowing to happen for the Obama family. They did not attack the Obama girls. They seem like they have the right to attack Byron, the president's son, the first son. 
this is the destruction, corruption of liberal Democrats. You see, liberalism is a mental disorder. If you hold to liberalism worldview, if you have adapted their worldview, their school of thought, their thinking, their radical ideas, it's a mental disorder because it is not based on sound science. It is not based on principles, basic principles. But this first lady is a great, has the potential to be a great first lady. And you know what? The beautiful, most attractive first lady we have ever had in modern time in office. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I'm talking about my critics out there. Stop hating on the first lady because she's beautiful. She's, attra- she's attracted, very attractive. And liberal women don't like it because most liberal women are not attractive. They're mean spirits, angry, hate men, huh? hate America. <laughs> you ever noticed that about liberal, uh, liberal uh, women, Elizabeth Warren? Just look at Elizabeth Warren, Senate. Elizabeth Warren, Senate. Elizabeth Warren. She's not attractive. There's nothing delicate about her. There's nothing feminine about Elizabeth Warren. I wouldn't take her out. I wouldn't even invite her out to evening to an evening dinner. She has a bulldog spirit. She's angry and bitter. Liberal. Women are bitter and angry and mean spirit. I don't know why, why they're like that. Well, yes, I do know because I have an erudite mind. I'm a man of book learning. I'm the most erudite mind, brilliant thinker, and political philosopher. I do know why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell. Let me tell you why liberal liberal women, namely Democrats, females on the left, on the right, why they're always angry and bitter and mean-spirit, antagonistic. You know why? Because liberal women hate men. They hate men. They will have babies by men. They will marry men. They will have them as boyfriends and sex partners. But in reality, they hate men in the sense that they despise authority. They try to be equal with men. Women is the weaker vessel. The Bible said that the woman is the weaker vessel. They are not, women are not equal with men from a physicality perspective, a physical perspective. They're not equal with men. And liberal Liberal women, liberal Democrat females, uh, they tried to fight hard to be on the same playing field, on the same level with men in every aspect of life. As they resist authority, 
And the man is the head of the woman, and liberalism rejects that. They reject the fact that the man is to be the head of the woman. You know, God said to Adam, rather, he said to Eve, in Genesis chapter 3, after the fall, after the fall, you know, um, after the fall, he said to Eve, after Eve disobeyed, Eve was in the transgression. Adam was not Adam was not deceived, but Eve was in the transgression. Eve was deceived. And God said to Eve, Thy desire should be to thy husband. And he shall rule over you. Did you get that? Did you get that? God said to Eve, Eve, you're going to have the unnatural tendency the unnatural desire to try to dominate and rule over Adam. You didn't have that tendency, natural, uh, desi- unnatural desire at first, natural desire at first before, uh, before the fall in the garden. But now, because of the fall, you're going to have that natural, uh, unnatural desire and tendency to try to rule and dominate over the man, and God said, no, that's not how it's going to go, Eve. Thy desire should be to thy husband, but he shall rule over thee. The man is the head of the woman. So, um, it's evidence that Liberal women resist male authority. And President Trump exhibits male authority. He's a man who's in authority, in a position of authority and power, and liberal women, Democrats hate that. And his wife, Melania Trump, Melania Trump, is submissive to her husband, and the media don't like that. She don't try to usher authority over her husband. She's not in the spotlight. She's not even in the White House. <laughs> she hasn't got there yet. I think she. I think she's in there now. But she's not trying to uh, dominate. The first lady is not trying to rule over her husband. She's not trying to come to the forefront and and, uh, take the spotlight. This is a problem for the left. This is a problem for the, the women liberation movement. This is a problem for these people. These women are going ballistic. They're going nuts. They can't, they don't know what to do with themselves. You all do remember. You do remember when they had the um, uh, women march, the first women march after Trump, the president, inauguration. You do remember when they had the, the, the first women march, right? You all remember it. <laughs> you had all those women out there marching against 
protesting against President Trump, uh, falsely accusing him of trying to take away their rights as women and their liberty and their freedom and accusing the president of being hatred, full of hatred and being mean-spirited and uh, hating uh, uh, Hispanics and Muslims and, and blacks. Y'all remember that, those lies that they were advanced. So you had the first women march that took place. It was Actually, it was two women march that took place. I'll tell you about the other one in a moment. But the first one that took place consists of the pro-abortion movement, gay gay and lesbian movement, illegal immigration movement, Black Lives Matter, better known as Fake Lives Matter, Fake Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter movement, it's a fake, I call it the fake lives matter movement because they're a bunch of phonies, hypocrites, and they're a bunch of fakes because they don't care about black lives matter. Black lives doesn't, don't matter to these radicals. If black lives matter to them, they would be concerned about the shooting and the killing and the violence that's taking place right under their nose in Chicago and Baltimore. And Detroit, Cincinnati, Ohio, Ohio, and these other places that where you have black-on-black crime, blacks killing themselves at rapid speed. They don't care about that. That's not their concern of a 6-year-old or a 12-year-old or a 4-year-old or a woman, a black woman sitting in McDonald's and she gets shot by a stray bullet in the back of the head. They don't care about that. But what they do try big deal over is isolated events that take place between white cops and black criminals. Oh, yeah. You allow a white cop to get into altercation or a confrontation with a black criminal, career criminal, who deserved to be locked up in prison. And he incidentally killed the black criminal. These individuals, the Black Lives Matter movement, and these other uh, black liberal Democrats who uh, see racism and slavery under every stone of rock turn, they'll be coming out in record numbers protesting, saying, Kumbaya, and we shall overcome over an isolated event where the criminal, the black thug, the criminal, was at fault. But they won't come out and protest. They won't come out and march when it's black-on-black crime, when little children who are playing and in the playground, in the front yard, get shot and killed by a straight bullet by some other thug that nobody knows about, they can't find, they look for them, and nobody want to give any information about the killing or the shooting. So I call it the fake lies movement. Not black lives matter. Because black lives don't matter. Namely, to these people, namely radical 
liberal Democrats. Black lives don't matter. They're only concerned when it's when a white person is involved. Then all of a sudden, they want to act like, oh, we oppress as black people. We still got a long way to go when it comes to race. We need to sit down and have a talk. And we need to talk about racial issues. And we need this country got a long way to go. We got a lot of work to do when it talks about race. We don't have we don't have no work to do. When it when it comes to race issues that's not a you know, that's not a race problem in this country. You know, liberal Democrats have created this crisis that don't exist. There is no race crisis in America. Because most white people are not racist. They're not sitting around the dinner table in the evening or the breakfast table in the morning or at lunch trying to figure out how to build a ship large enough to send blacks back to Africa. They're not concerned about that. There is no white conspiracy or no white coalition or regime out there that's trying to disenfranchise, deny blacks their rights as citizens, deny them the right to vote. It does not exist. The average white American is trying to do what the average black American Asian American, Hispanic American, Jewish American should be doing, and that is trying to live their life quiet and peacefully, be law-abiding citizens, and trying to put their kids through school, through college, pay their mortgage, build their life from day to day, loving their neighbor as they love themselves. White people are not sitting around trying to build a ship large enough to send you people out there who are whining and complaining about racism and slavery and injustice. They're not sitting around trying to concoct a ship, a cruise ship, large enough to send most most black people back to Africa. Something that radical, progressive, black, liberal Democrats, and the white ones, too. That is a false narrative. That is a crisis that don't exist, that they have created. They want you to think that we have a problem with race in this country. We do not have a problem with race in this country. It's very minor. It pretty much is non-existent. Get a life demonizing other people, accusing them of being something that they're not, because white America is is concerned about job creation and other things that are more important except sitting around the dinner table being terrified of blacks in this country. That's just not the case. And you hear them say all the time, the Black Panther movement and the Black Lives movement, oh, 
they afraid that when we all get together, when us all get together, we're going to have so much power. Just imagine what we can do if all of us get together and pull our money together and, and our resources, and we can have so much power, and the white man is just afraid that we're going to one day uh, come together and overpower the white power structure, and they're just so uh, fearful and terrified of that that they're trying to do everything in their power to stop us from getting ahead as black people. <laughs> Kumbaya! <laughs> you know, these people live in some make-believe world. They actually believe that stuff. They actually believe that white people are scared of black people in this country. For that reason, they're trying to make sure they keep their foot on the black man's neck. Keep the black, keep the black man down. Keep the brother down. The brother can't get up because the white man got his foot on the back of his neck. <laughs> and that's why they hate Donald Trump. That's why blacks against Donald Trump. They think Donald Trump is not for black people. Oh, he's he's not for us. Uh, he he's not for us. He's for the rich people. He's not for us. Uh, I can't believe you vote he voted for Donald Trump. He's not for black people. <laughs> nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. But let me get back to what I should be talking about. It's the president and his wife and uh the Trump family. Uh once again, uh this president is being attacked, unfairly attacked, unfairly criticized, and demonized, and falsely accused of, of trying to take away the rights of women and and Muslims and, and illegals and whatever, Hispanics and black. That's just not the case. This president, and I go to the White House website, and you should go to whitehouse.gov, but, you know, I go there, and I look at the readouts, and I read the president's speech, and I watch some of the videos, and I bring myself up to date, uh, I'm sorry, up to date on the facts and, you know, to keep myself astute to what's going on because I want to be in the know. I want to be in the know, and I don't want to be getting any secondhand information from that, this, that, uh, that news network called CNN, the Confused News Communistic Network. No, I don't need CNN to lecture me about the president and his policies and his agenda and this, this Trump administration. I don't need CNN, the Confused News Network, to inform me, to educate me about the facts. I educate myself because I believe in the concept of the individual individuality, individual thinking, judgment, and expression from each individual. But I go to the president's website, and I, and I um, listen to the press, brief, uh, the press briefings and the president's speech and uh, uh, listen to what he has to say to business, business owners, entrepreneurs, and things of that nature. There's a lot of good stuff going on behind closed doors that the fake news media don't want you to know about, folks. This president, in his first 100 days, it's true, he has made some great process, 
progress. And when it comes to job creation and and other things, uh, hey, let me tell you, I am very impressed with this president. Honestly, I am very impressed with the progress that President Trump has been uh, making and continued uh, to try to make here. The media tried to spare things. You know, they, they tried to cloud the issue. But, folks, don't be fooled by MSNBC. Don't be fooled by CNN. Don't be fooled by these liberal uh, news outlets. New York Times and the Washington Post and and, and uh, other uh, left-wing uh, news organizations. Do your own research. Do your own fact-finding. Do your own discovery. Think for yourself. Don't allow someone else to think for you because all the things that, that they are putting out are stubborn facts that they are putting out are stubborn facts. They're not giving you the hard facts, the actual facts, drawn from the best possible source like I do. They are putting out misleading facts. They are trying to misguide you. They are trying to do everything in their power, that is the fake news media and the party of obstruction, the liberal Democrats, Democrats who are in power, trying to do everything to undermine this administration, and make sure that this president fail. Don't be moved by that. Don't be moved by that. Don't allow them to put the blinders on your eyes. You think for yourself. God has given you the natural moral ability to do so. You can think for yourself. You can discriminate between what's right and what's wrong good and evil, uh, you have, you are very intelligent, and you don't need politicians and bureaucrats and lobbyists. You don't need these people speaking for you as if you are too dumb to think for yourself and speak for yourself and draw a logical conclusion on your own. Think for yourself, because if not, politicians will try to think for you. Giving you the hard facts, the actual facts, drawn from the best possible source. I am your host, Black Conservative, the most erudite mind, brilliant thinker, and political philosopher here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to take a break. And uh, feel free to call in if you like. I'm just giving you the inside scoop, the inside edition on the president and the first lady. And I'm going to tell you more. I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you more about this president and what he's doing. To day 99, which was spectacular in our nation's capital, but day one, as you remember, was cold and gray back in January when the president took the oath of office and spoke of American carnage and rattled the establishment with these words.
Washington flourished, but the people did not share in its wealth. Politicians prospered, but the jobs left. Americans want great schools for their children, safe neighborhoods for their families. But for too many of our citizens, a different reality exists. An education system flush with cash, but which leaves our young and beautiful students deprived of all knowledge. We've defended other nations' borders while refusing to defend our own. All themes that have been part of the first 99 days, the president's approval numbers right now in the mid-40s, and while 30 executive orders and 28 bills have been signed into law, 13 of which were bills that were rollbacks from Obama-era regulations, the big three that he campaigned on, health care, tax reform, and immigration reform, have not happened quickly as he had hoped. The president is clearly frustrated, to some extent, with the Republican Congress. The businessman now president learning that the wheels turn slowly in this town and he sees his biggest wins so far as outside our borders. Earlier today, we spoke about both. Well, I think I've gotten uh, and developed tremendous relationships throughout the world with the leaders. That's something that you won't, you know, we have this artificial barrier called 100 days, which I'm not a big fan of, but of course, Although I he's made a pretty victim. good effort to no, get a lot I of fall things done in the past few days. No, no, I fall victim to it yeah. also. But, but it is very much an artificial barrier, but a lot of things can't be really determined. As an example, uh, I've made tremendous and created great foundations in terms of relationships with China and with Japan and with uh, many, many other countries. Uh, you're saying yourself, I saw on the show the other night where you were talking about there's never been any kind of a relationship that we've had with China. Look at what China's doing. They're turning back the coal ships from North Korea. They're putting a lot of pressure on North Korea. Now, I don't know. I have a lot of respect, and I really like President Xi. Uh, I don't know that he's going to be able to pull it off. It may have to be a much more difficult ending to be honest with you, but he is trying. I believe he is trying, and he's a friend of mine, and I really like him a lot. We'll see what happens. But I've set the foundations for a lot of great uh, relationships in the future. I have tremendous uh, feelings for a lot of the people running the countries of this world, and that's a good thing. That's a great thing. Now, you don't measure that in the first 100 days, but those foundations have been set in the first 100 days. Getting uh, a Supreme Court Justice, a great one. I think he'll be a great one. But getting him not only nominated but approved in the first 100 days, which hasn't been done since 1881, and this is going to be something really special. I was interesting. I was I was reading a couple of reports where every time there's a five to four decision in favor of, let's say, what our views are, and this is for the next 30 or 40 years potentially. You know, you can say that you had a major part, and that's why they've always said that having a Supreme Court justice, getting Supreme Court justice is confirmed. Now, uh, I could have others, and we'll see what happens, but getting Justice Gorsuch confirmed was, to me, a very big thing, and it will be a very big thing in the future. You were a registered Democrat for a long time.
the most erudite mind, brilliant thinker, and political philosopher, I'm Black Conservative. Host of the Black Conservative Show, I am back with you, live again here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm telling you, I am enjoying this uh, episode of the show. I am having a fun time. I hope you are, too, enjoy listening, enjoying yourself listening to the show. Look, America, back in November, the American position, don't let the media uh, uh, misguide you and deceive you. The American people made the right decision. They put the right man for the hour in office. At the right time, when the American people voted this president into office, he was the right man for the right time, the right man for the hour. And, you know, I was uh, doing a break uh, there. I was listening to the interview given with the president. And let me tell you, these news reporters, journalists, They are a bunch of phonies and fakes and hypocritical. You know, they, uh, you know, when Barack Obama was president, they gave him those softball answers, softball questions. Many of them, the president probably already knew before he got them. So it was staged. You know, Democrats always stage their interviews with their their kind, their people, Uh, just like Hillary Clinton. Hillary, when she was running against Bernie Sanders, uh, that uh, debate was staged because she was given, her campaign was given questions that was going to come up in the debate ahead of time. So it was staged. It was rigged. Like the president said, the election was rigged and been rigged. You know, when Hillary was uh, given an interview, when she appeared on the Steve Harvey show, that was rigged also. <laughs> it came out later that it was rigged. She already knew all the questions, and Steve Harvey sat there and just played the fiddle. <laughs> you know, played the fiddle for Hillary. Clinton was a fair candidate. Uh, this woman, if you go back and look at her time in politics, in public service, her work, her record was a dismal failure. Now you may say, "Well, if there was a case, how did she become the senator of New York? How did she become a state, uh, the secretary of state, a state senator, the secretary of state?" Because Morocco, it was a payoff uh, when she ran against Obama in two in two thousand eight. It was a payoff because the uh, Obama campaign in two thousand eight played the race card against Hillary Clinton <laughs> in North Carolina, South Carolina, I believe. Yeah, they played the race card. Uh, even Bill Clinton, the former president, uh, Democrat president, even Bill Clinton admitted that uh, he think they played the race card on him. Yeah, that's what Bill said. Bill Clinton. Yeah, I, I believe, uh, uh, I think they played, I believe they played the race card on me. That's what Bill said. They played the race card over here. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that tanked Hillary's campaign in 2008. Obama and them came in, and they played the race card in, 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 in any other uh, 
scheme they can do to undermine uh, the Hillary uh, campaign in 2008 because they were sure that she was going to beat uh, uh, the Republican candidate. You know, John McCain or whoever it was going to be, or Mitt Romney or whoever the case it was going to be. And they, Obama promised Hillary a position, a powerful position, once he got elected as president, became elected as president, if he were to become elected. And uh, so he appointed Hillary as a payback. As Secretary of State. And that was a payback because Obama, the Obama administration, undermined the Hillary campaign by playing the race card. And uh, blacks voted for Barack Obama in record numbers in 2008. And uh, you all know the rest of the story. At any rate, but uh, Hillary Clinton, running against Donald Trump, she was a bad candidate, you all. This woman was not trustworthy. The American people could not trust, place any real trust in Hillary Clinton, and they did not come out to vote for her. Now, you may say, well, she won the popular vote. She won the popular vote. Yeah, out in California, out in New York, these liberal states, yeah, well, she should have. Yeah, you're right. But the American people did not trust Hillary. Number one, she lied about the Benghazi attack. She lied about Obamacare. Huh? We had an an ambassador who lost his life, an American ambassador, and she blamed it on a YouTube video, knowing that it was it was it was uh, the killing was due to a terrorist attack. Willfully knowing it, lied to those families who lost. Their loved ones, the fallen American, and she lied and blamed on a YouTube video. And then we found out that it wasn't due to a YouTube video that night because it was very quiet that night and very peaceful that night. For the most part, there wasn't any disturbance happening. Hillary lied. She lied about her email, having an email service and a mom and palm, a mom and papa shop in the basement. And she deleted 33,000, I believe, emails. Now, if you and I, my friend, was, was to delete 35 classified or unclassified emails, you and I would be in uh, prison by now. But she got away with it. She got away with it because... The Justice Department built a, a hedge of protection around Hillary. But she was a bad candidate, and Trump was going to, to beat her. And, uh, and, and the president said when he, started, when he ran for president a year ago, President Trump said, hey, look, I'm going to win. I'm running to win. I want to win. If I don't win, this is all a waste of time. Confidence. Courageous, confident, a man with confidence. And the American people believed the president. And all these attacks that 
Democrats had said about the president doing. You all remember during the president's campaign, during the election, oh, he hate women, he hate blacks, he hate Jews, he hate Hispanics, he hates being spirit, oh, this and that. Uh, he doesn't like little children. He want to date his own daughter. First, Democrats spent an entire year, 365 days, along with the uh, lame brain media, they spend 365 days, 365 days, going on personal attacks, assaults, and insults towards this president falsely, and they lost the election, and rightly so, because the American people were not stupid enough. They were wise enough to see through their hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of the left, and they voted for this president. Because they saw that he cared, actually cared about this country, wanted to keep this country safe, wanted to create jobs. They believed in the message of President Trump. Nobody believed in Hillary but a bunch of losers, a bunch of people who hate America. Who, what I mean by that, who hate our freedom, individual choices, and liberty. Nobody believed her but a bunch of people unfortunate people who were losers who lost out them who lost out themselves and they were losers. Obama said after Trump won the election Obama said that Democrats need to go and reflect on their loss. <laughs> That's right. Democrats now need to go and reflect on their laws, reflect on why you lost. You need to go figure out why you lost the election. I mean, you thought you had it. You thought you had it made in the, you thought you had it made in the shame here. You thought you was going to win that Hillary Hillary was going to sweep Trump. You know? What happened, Democrats? Why did you people lose? Why did you lose the election? Oh, no. That's not going to fly. No, it, it's, it's definitely not because Trump was a racist. It's, it, it's definitely not because Trump supporters were fighting people and jumping on folks and punching blacks. <laughs> that was not the case. You want me to tell you why you lost? You lost because you were losers. You lost because of S-I-N. S-I-N. You know what that means, Democrats? Because you always, when they start to talk about the facts, when they start to talk about the issues, and when they start to talk about policies and what's good for the American people, you all shift the conversation to something else. And when it came down to the president's personal life and his family, his wife and kids, you know what you all was doing, Democrat? You, you know what you begin to do? You begin to make insults. That's the I of the S-I-N. You start making insults towards his wife. 
being condescending and degrading about her being a, a model and being in, uh, in uh, having photos in Playboy. You went dirty. You, you went down in the dirt. You started playing dirty. Politics. That's why you Democrats lost. Because you people played, you got down in the dirt and played dirty politics and slander a beautiful woman, a beautiful mother, a beautiful beautiful wife who loved her country, and you had, you just had to go there, didn't you, Democrat? Didn't you, liberal? You just had to go there. Just had to dig up something, New York Times, Playboy, and show a photo picture of Melania Trump, new. You just had to go there. You just had to go there because your stuff stinks, and you knew it stinks, and you just had to go there because you had no original ideas of your own. N of S-I-N. You want to know what the N stands for? Democrats lost the election because of S-I-N. The N stands for name calling. Yeah. Name calling. You Democrats, all through the presidential election, engage in nothing but personal attacks, insults, and name calling. Constantly, constantly name calling. Beating a dead horse. That's why you lost, because of your own sin. Your own sin. Us, I, in. When they tried to talk about real issues and, and issues and, and policies that are going to affect the purse and the life of the American people, things that, was, that the American people was interested in, like securing our borders and better health care, homeland security, and job creation, and education, you all shift the subject and start talking about something 10, 15, 20 years ago that nobody even cared about but you, individual. And you insult, you made one insult after the next. One name calling after the next. After this. One name calling after the next. And you lost the election because of your own corrupt nature. It, because of your own corrupt and moral behavior. That's why you lost, Democrat. Now, here's what I want to say to you, Democrat. Now that the election is over, now that we have pretty much crossed the president 100 days, Here's what I want to say to you people on the left. Now you can get lost. Please go do like your Messiah figure, Barack, corrupt Hussein Obama, instructed you to do. Go somewhere, Democrats. Now leave the president and his family alone, his wife alone, go somewhere 
and reflect on your laws. Or else the president is going to be four more years in office. And there's not a thing you Democrats are going to be able to do about it. This president has done more in the first 100 days than Obama done in eight years being in office. Because the last four years, he was a lame duck president. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can go to the White House website, and you can go back, and you can go from day one, and you can go and you can listen in to the the business meetings that they have, the meetings that they have with important people, with CEOs and big companies and, and other things, and entrepreneurs and, and women in power. You can go to the president's website, and you can bring yourself up to date. You actually want to know what's in the mind of President Trump? You want to know the heart of this president and where he want to lead this country? And you want to know whether, whether he's concerned about protecting the, the rights of all Americans? Not just some, but all? Take some time out of your day. Instead of, instead of watching CNN for two, three, four hours after work, MSNBC, Fox News, you go and do your own facts finding, your own discovery. Go and listen to, sit in and listen to the meetings that have been taking place at the White House. Maybe there's something there that's going to benefit you and your family. Maybe it's something that the president is saying, the people that he's, the business uh, community, folks who he's meeting with, maybe it's something there that will benefit you and your family in the long run. Stop listening to the fake news media and stop buying into all this high criticism. Oh, the president, he don't like this, and he don't want us, and he hates this, and he's mean, and, and, and he's ugly, and, and, and yada, 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 yada. That's depressing. That is depressing. All you have to do, I mean, all you want to do, Democrats, all the Democrats want to do, the left-wing nutcakes in, 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 in Hollywood, the celebrities, all they want to do is engage in insults and name-calling. Elizabeth Warren, Chuck Schumer, and other Democrats, the party of obstructionism, obstructionists, allow this president time to govern. Allow this president time to govern. Give him time. And we'll be able to see exactly where this country is going to be headed here in the next two or three years. Give President Trump a chance. The media has not given him a chance. Democrats are never going to give him a chance. Some Republicans won't give him a chance. But the American people are giving this president a chance to lead, to lead this great country. 
and to bring this country back to prosperity and to make this country, to make America great again. President, that he would do exactly that because he is keeping his promises that he has made to the American people. The most erudite mind, brilliant thinker, and political philosopher. Folks, we have come to the close of this episode, this broadcast. I'm your host, Black Conservative. I want you to come back again. Check us out. Go back and listen to some of the previous broadcasts. You'll find out something very interesting. But we're going to be back here again 7 p.m. 7 p.m. tomorrow night here on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>